Hello everyone, so welcome to the first class. This will be basically introduction. Let me begin by introducing myself. My name is Nkechi Idimachi. I am primarily mom and private chef to a two-year-old with multiple food allergies. I had never really enjoyed cooking, but when I found out that the only way my child can be safe with food is if I make it all by myself. I went all in without even thinking twice about it. And I'm sure that you, Mama, would have done the same exact thing if you were in my shoes. These kids are so precious and the kind of love we have for them is just so indescribable. It makes us sacrifice everything without even knowing it. It has been a huge learning curve for me. Initially, it was frustrating, but with determination, persistence, and encouragement from all the moms who wrote me to say that sharing my journey with them on Instagram has motivated them to regain control over their kids' feeding. Because of them, I'm conquering. And while at it, I have created my own systems and techniques that have made the journey now enjoyable for me. And I have packaged it into this online course for you with the hopes that it enables you go on your own journey with ease. Career and business-wise, I run Machi Earth Foods, an agric business that is elevating the utilization of Bambara Nuts, a 50 future foods, according to Unilever and WWF, because of its nutritional and environmental benefits. Our pages are Inc. Digital, a marketing communications company which I own. I enable businesses leverage digital to grow and increase sales. We also take on product branding and launching projects. It was necessary for me to give you that long epistle about myself just to let you know that it was not easy for me. I had my own limitations as a wife, business owner, and even as a human. But I'm sure you all also have some limitations that can, you know, hinder you from being successful in this journey. However, we all will conquer. You all will conquer just like I did by staying informed. I believe that you, Mama, I actually believe strongly that you all have all it takes to go on this child cooking and nutrition journey, especially because you have committed your time and resources to this course. I pray for you. I pray that by the end of this class, you will be thoroughly equipped with all that you need to succeed, especially mentally. So let's begin. What is winning not? What winning is not? I think we should start from there. There are so many misconceptions. I also started out, you know, with a lot of those misconceptions, they were what pushed me to read, to research. There were lots of myths out there from our mothers to our friends and all of that. 
So what is winning not? Winning is not the introduction of Geba purees and Cyrillac into a baby's diet to keep them full enough to sleep through the night or reduce their breast milk intake. That's not what winning is. Some of the myths that I believed or that I have heard in the past but that I have proven wrong in my own personal experience and that of other women in my community. One, exclusively breastfed babies become picky eaters. <laughs> my son was exclusively breastfed. If you know him, you will know that he is nothing like a picky eater. My friend's daughter was also exclusively breastfed. If you know this girl, you will know that she is a grubido, just like my son. <laughs> Winning. The second misconception, the second myth I've heard about winning is that it must begin with cereal. A child nutritionist that I met in the past actually told me this. She then went ahead to introduce me to boxes of baby food, in quotes, and told me that I wasn't doing well by my child cooking his meals at home. But on further research, I realized that she owns a huge distribu distribution chain of baby food. So clearly, it was all about the money for her, not about my child or my child's health. Three, the third misconception, babies should not be given adult food. As far as I know, food is divided into several classes. There's none that says adult food. <laughs> I believe that babies can feed from all these classes of foods in their right proportion, excluding the ones that are allergens. However, even recent research has encouraged introduction of some of these allergens from six months. On to the next. What then is winning? Now we know what winning is not. The myths about winning. What then is winning? It is the introduction of solid foods of varied textures and tastes into a baby's diet from six months. I've highlight highlighted some phrases, some words from this definition here to further buttress this point. Introduction, introduction. When you're introducing yourself to someone for the first time, you don't share your entire history with the person. You don't force it on the child. You don't force it, not your child, sorry. You don't force the information or your history on the person. You go easy. You say your name, you share a few things that you do with the person. That's what's introduction. That's how introducing solids to our children should be. You introduce it to them, to them subtly. You don't force it on them. You introduce at little, little, little quantities per time. Now, solid foods with varied texture. That's the second phrase I emphasized. Solid foods, meaning whole foods, not store-bought 
packaged foods, whole foods that can be modified into different textures to enable us to find out which one our child will prefer. At six months, that's the third thing I highlighted, meaning that time is very crucial. You don't just begin introduction because you feel that you should. The WHO has recommended that children should be introduced to solids from age six months. And there are some indications, there are some 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 things you should see in your child that would inform you that your child is ready to start solids and these are a few of them head control curiosity over your food sometimes my, my own child at uh, five months was making the mouth motion every time he sees me eat hunger is your baby more hungry often and not satisfied after finishing their usual amount of breast milk or formula, then wait. It's just important that your baby has doubled their birth weight before you start solids. So I asked a nutritionist friend of mine, what if my child is below six months and is showing all these signs of readiness. What should I do? I mean, there are some kids that are pretty fast. What should I do? Should I go ahead and introduce? Because the child is showing all these signs. And here is what she said. Wait till the child is in their last week for five months. And begin to introduce one meal, not, not a combination, per day. She gave an example. She said, for example... A simple fiber rice cereal plus breast milk formula mixed with breast milk formula, sorry, mixed with breast milk or formula is okay. And that the child should be fed between one spoon and eight spoonfuls because you are introducing the food to the child. So it shouldn't be more than eight spoonfuls a day. So there are, there are several stages. There are three stages of winning that um, we should follow. It's just important that you follow them because, like I said again, you are introducing these things to the child. You should be subtle about it. You shouldn't force it on them. You should allow their systems get used to them um, and uh, learn to digest them. So, stage one, six to seven months, you begin with vegetables, fruits, animal protein, whole grains, pureed, pureed, and the texture should be thin. You can thin out these things with breast milk or bone broth or formula or water, but never fruit juice. Stage two, seven to nine months old, introduce Meals in stage one, as well as eggs, yogurts, beans, lentils. But this time, the texture should be thicker or mashed or boiled till they are tender and offered to the child to pick up and eat by themselves. That's the baby-led weaning, weaning style. 
so but for this for soft finger foods please you just have to be alert you have to be present to avoid choking so the question you might be asking is why why should solids be introduced at six months really during the first year of a child's life healthy babies should triple their weight to grow that much, they need a lot of nutrients more than any other time in their life. So at this time, foods rich in iron, foods rich in vitamin D, protein should be introduced to this child to complement what they are getting from, the, from breast milk so that they can meet up with their growth expectations. But according to WHO, breast milk should still remain constant in these children's meals. It's because it's actually the best source for these nutrients. Any other meal fed the child at this time should be complementary and a way to introduce them to the world of food. So, earlier on, I mentioned that So what's the goal of weaning? The goal is that by one year of age, a baby will be eating modified family foods. I say modified because you shouldn't have as much added salt and sugar as we adults are already used to. We are the ones creating this experience for this child. So it's just so important that we introduce them to them in ways that would enable them make better food choices as adults. A lot of us would agree that our diets can be better. We don't want our kids struggling as adults, struggling with their relationship with food as adults. So it's important that we modify the foods that we give them, the family foods that we give them, or all together start the entire family on a lower salt, lower sugar, lower trans fat diet. This is also why we shouldn't give them store-bought over-processed foods because they contain large amounts of these chemicals that I mentioned earlier. The manufacturers use these to enhance the shelf life of the foods, the baby foods that they sell. Because for most of them, it's all about the profits. That's why they are in business in the first place. So the question I usually ask myself is, why should I give myself, my, my child turkey, shredded turkey in a jar that sits on the shelf that was imported, that passed through seven seas and seven forests to arrive in Nigeria? Why should I give that to my child? Why not just buy the turkey myself, cook, and puree? So these are the things, this is how I want us all to begin to think going, going forward. Why, why, should, why should I give my child food from the shelf instead of food from my kitchen? I wouldn't eat, eat turkeys packaged and uh, kept on shelves. I would rather eat. So why, why should I give my child ones that have been on the shelf for God knows how long, for over one year? six months and all you me we all more than anyone else have the best interest of our toddlers at heart 
For us, it's about their health, growth, and development. So this is why we shouldn't outsource our, their feeding to large corporations who mostly are after profits. Now, I know that not everyone can afford to buy and make fresh foods for their toddlers all the time. So, but what I'll say is, is no pressure. However, make, however, decide on an 80-20 rule where you give your child 80% home-cooked meals and when absolutely necessary, 20% store-bought. However, I'll say this, do the best that you can with what is available to you to ensure that you have absolute control over your child's nutrition. This will enable you reduce the amount of chemicals that go into their bodies. One important thing that has helped me be consistent with making all my child's meal at home is stocking up my kitchen with a set of staples. So when I have these, cooking for him is just so easy because I just pick them from where they've been stored, mix them, and there's a ready meal. So in my next class, I'll be sharing with you these staples as well as best practices for storing them. Also, I'll be sharing with you how to build a balanced nutritious plate for your baby using these food items that you've stored. Thank you so much for listening to this class. See you at the next one.